Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Happy New Year. I'm so excited to be back. Did you miss me? It was kind of an extended Christmas break because I was just overwhelmed. We had so many like family trips and influenza and all these things that instead of like ending the year with like the end of the year podcast, I was just like, you know what? We're letting this go. Everybody's busy right now. I think nobody's going to notice if a couple weeks are missing. And so here we are back in 2023. The podcast is back on. Don't worry. We are back. Um, I want to just take a second to reflect on 2022, and I hope that you're doing the same. I think a lot of times we just push into the new goals and we're like, okay, we got a new year, new me. We got to do this. We got to set all these goals and make these resolutions and do all these new things. And all of that is great. But have you ever stopped and been like, okay, I'm so proud of myself because in 2022, I did this and I did this and I did this. On our last alumni coaching call of the year, I challenged everybody on the call to say one thing that they were proud of that they did in the year. And everybody was in tears. It was just so amazing to see us celebrating these things we're proud of that we're really emotional about because they were really hard and we got through it. And it was a really powerful experience for me to be a part of. And I shared mine and I also cried. And it was just a really, really sweet um, reminder to me that we don't celebrate ourselves enough. And so I want you to pause and I want you to write down what you are proud of yourself for. And I want you to tell somebody, maybe it's your husband, um, maybe it's a girlfriend, maybe it's me. I want you to tell somebody something you're proud of. For me, I'm really proud of myself for healing some relationships that were really hard. Before 2022, I didn't want anything to do with them. And by the end of 2022, those relationships were filled with forgiveness and love and grace and so much authentic, genuine friendship. And that was amazing for me. That was really, really hard in seeing the difference between the beginning of the year and the end of the year and just how I softened my heart and forgave and opened up again and allowed so much love to fill that angry spot. That was huge for me. Um, I healed from two years of a lot of loss and grief in a lot of different ways. Um, I felt like I could finally feel again in 2022. And I'm not saying it was like an easy year. There was a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and overwhelming. And it pushed me in ways I've never been pushed before, like in huge, huge ways. But I was also able to feel like I was able to like feel fall and see the colors and smell it. And I was able to be present again. And that was huge for me because after a couple of dark years coming out of that was really, really big. I also hit my biggest like financial month ever. Like I hit a goal I never thought was even possible. And then I hit it again. And then on December 31st, literally on December 31st, my QuickBooks, I'm refreshing, 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 trying to make sure those like final transactions hit my bank account the end of the year so that I could say that I hit this insane goal. It actually wasn't even my goal. Um, It's bigger than my goal. And being able to hit that on the very last day of the year, that was huge for me and super exciting. And it's one of those things I literally have only told my husband and one of my sisters because it's something that I just feel like I don't want to flaunt and it's not what it seems like because, um, you know, revenue goals are very different than like what you're taking home. And, and it's just it, there's not a lot of people that will understand it without um, making I, I don't know if judgment's the right word or just like weird presumptions about my money or me or whatever. I don't know. It's money's weird. 
but um, it's hard because I can't really share that with anyone, but I was really excited. I was actually in Disneyland when the um, the three cells I needed came through to push me to that goal. And I texted my sister and I'm like, we're going to do it. And then the transactions hit on the 31st and my QuickBooks shows it. And I'm just so excited. So excited about that. Um, we bought the townhome in, in Bear Lake, which many of you know, was like a lot of stress and a huge like dream of ours. And it has a lot of deeper meaning that I've only shared with a couple of people, but that's been huge. We took lots of family trips. We fostered a lot of important, important relationships that, um, I felt were, not neglected, but I just really poured into relationships that I feel like are important for my family and focus on really loving people and forgiving people and understanding people where they're at. And that's been huge for all of our relationships and and that's been really, really just good all around. So that's where I'm at for 2022. I think it was a really hard but beautiful year for a lot of people. When I did that alumni group coaching, that was kind of the theme. Like this was hard but it was refining and we pushed through. And honestly, since 2019, I don't think any year has been not hard. I mean, I think before that things were hard, but like things got really hard and I don't think they'll ever not be hard again. I I think we're maybe at the point where things are just hard. Uh, Maybe it's your kids or your relationships or your extended family or your business or your, your spouse, whatever it is. We're all going through a lot of hard things. Maybe it's health. I don't know what it is, but just know you're not alone in the hard. Um, but I hope that you can look back and see some things that you're super proud of yourself for and you're celebrating those wins before we dive into the new goals and the new resolutions and the new words and all the different things. So in 2023, my goal on this podcast is to keep things really short and sweet. My focus is in a lot of places right now, um, mostly my photography business. I have a photography business. There's uh, 10 I have 10 employees or 10 employees and contractors, um, a, a huge team. Um, so managing that and managing our brands and our clients and our family and family clients and our wedding clients, um, that's a lot. And then I'm also teaching uh, photographers how to become brand photographers. So I have a course and a Facebook group where I'm building this community of brand photographers. And that's really awesome. And that takes up most of my time. And then in addition to that, I have coaching. And this year I'm only doing, as far as I know right now, I'm going to do one round of group coaching at the beginning of the year. So if you want in on that, please message me ASAP because I probably won't do another one. Maybe I'll do one more at the end of the year, but I'm not going to do a lot um, because what I'm pouring into the most is my alumni coaching. These are people who have done one-on-one with me, group coaching with me, or have been in courses with me and want to continue their education with monthly like accountability and monthly check-ins and monthly inspiration, monthly topics, monthly learning. So that's where I'm really focusing right now. And then of course I have this podcast and I have three children and two dogs, which honestly are taking up more of my time than my children lately. Um, They've been a little bit naughty and I'm just feeling like all of us are a little bit stretched thin. And I just think it's overwhelming to have to listen to an hour long podcast episode. So instead of having longer episodes, which I've never really had long, long episodes, But even like New Year, I would have done like pick a word, do your vision board, do this, do that, do that. I'm just going to keep them short and do one thing at a time. And the reason why I think this is going to be really good is because one, I want them to be long enough that you're inspired and there's good information, but also short enough that it's just one thing that you can take action on right away. It's not an overwhelming list that just sits on the back burner. 
I want 2023 to be the year that you take action and that you apply the things that you're learning. So if there's one thing you're learning in each episode, it's going to be easier for you to apply. And so that's for the next few episodes, that's what we're going to do is just pick one tiny topic and we're just going to talk about it. And um, it's going to be short and sweet and hopefully like 10 to 20 minutes. Um, I know this intro is about 10 minutes just here at the beginning, but um, moving forward, they're going to be short and sweet and applicable to apply in your life that exact day. So I'm super excited. All we're focused on right now is not completely revamping our life and new year, new me. Like we don't want that. All we can do is try to be 1% better. Go back to that 1% better episode that I did earlier this year. And a lot of my podcasts, how we just, we build on who we already are and what we're already doing with just little baby steps. When we try to overhaul and do all or nothing and change everything all at once, it doesn't stick. But when we just take one little action item each week, we're going to see in a year how much stronger and better and more equipped we are to take on all of life's and business's challenges and motherhood and all the things. So today, what we're going to talk about now that we're done with this intro is picking a word for the year. This is the buzz on social media right now. A lot of people have given up given up their resolutions and they're sticking to picking a word. And I talk about this before on other podcast episodes, how when we set resolutions, we're kind of setting us up for failure because it's that all or nothing. Like we have to change everything all at once. And we set a lot of different goals that we're not um, set up to achieve because we don't have routines in place and we're not building habits around them. And we're not, you know, building upon habits. We're just trying to add like 10 new things at once. And that works for like a week and then it doesn't. Um, And so a lot of people are switching over to this pick a word for the year thing. And I love that. I've picked a word for the last three, three years, maybe more, but what I can remember is the last three years. And it's been huge in shifting who I am as a person in that year. And it doesn't give me like, okay, I need to check this off and check this off and check this off. It's like an intention for everything that I'm doing in that year. And it attracts what I want. So let me give you an example. A couple years ago, after a lot of loss in my life, I chose the word healing or something along the lines, healing, heal, something like that. Um, And that year was a lot of healing. And my whole intention for the year was to heal. So I'm signing up for therapists. I'm going to different energy workers. I'm going to different conferences. I'm journaling every day. I'm writing letters in my journal and scribbling them out. I'm black journaling. I'm gratitude journaling. I'm looking for ways to heal. That's when I found my sauna. That's when I found my red light therapy. Um, That's when I started meditating. That's when I started using a routine and investing in coaches and investing in learning energy work and all these different things. So my intention for the year was to heal. And so throughout the year, I am attracting all of these different modalities and tools and resources to heal. Now, last year, my word was grounded. And I love that word. I almost repeated it because it was such a good year. Um, It was a really hard, heavy, big, overwhelming, anxiety-filled year. But because my word was grounded, I was constantly seeking for that peace and for just feeling like stillness and just um, like, let's look up the definition real quick of grounded and see like what it actually says. Because may- maybe that's a word. It's it's kind of um, a word that's used in like holistic ways. 
a lot of time like getting grounded, putting your feet in the dirt. Um, well balanced and sensible is what it says. What does it mean when someone's grounded? Um, sensible and reasonable, and they understand the importance of ordinary things. For me, it feels like present and just like intentional and just um, down to earth and just in a really like peaceful place. That's what it feels like to me. And so with your words, you can define them how you want to define them as well. Like you don't have to, like presence to you can look like something totally different than somebody else. So I we're going to talk about that in a minute. But feeling grounded and being grounded and grounding techniques and all of that, um, just it, it brings me to presence and peace and stillness. And that's what I needed in that busy, busy year. So my year was crazy. There was so much going on, huge goals being pushed and pushed and pushed like in every single way, financially, spiritually, um, emotionally, mentally, physically, like it, it pushed me in all the ways. But because I had this word of feeling grounded, I was able to take myself back to that peace and to that stillness and, and form habits to not chase the overwhelm and the drama and all the things. Like it helped me so much in so many ways. So one thing that I did at the beginning of the year is I wrote a list of ways I feel grounded and I pinned it to my bulletin board under my vision board. And I just pulled it off my my thing and it's going to stay up there because this is stuff I'm going to carry with me. But for me, um, I wrote free ways I feel grounded and paid ways I feel grounded because there's two different categories, right? So free, going in the mountains, ranger rides, reading the Book of Mormon, um, bike rides, walks with my dogs, reading a book in my bed or in on the couch, just like being chill, um, going to the temple, sitting in the sun, snuggling with my husband service, taking a bath, organizing, red light therapy, meditation, a hot shower, a face mask, dancing, music, my morning routine, journaling, a a big hug from my husband, gardening, um, putting bouquets together one-on-one time with my kids, energy sessions, chakra work, etc. So those are all the free ways. And then next to that, I have the paid ways. Um, somatic breath work, which I could do at home too, but I would go to like sessions, which were awesome. Um, energy sessions with different practitioners. And I listed their different names because I have lots of different ones that I go to depending on what I need. Um, yoga classes and float, a float um, in the in the salt water. Um, so that was huge for me because when I started to feel anxious or overwhelmed or I had a bunch of trips coming up or I had a bunch of things to do for the townhome or I had all these things going on or I was like just overwhelmed with just all the things I was doing, podcasts and running the team. And like my life is not stress-free at all. Like my cortisol levels are high. And so when I could fall back on these things, I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit stressed out or I'm really anxious. I'm going to go take a walk in the mountains or I'm going to go and like skiing would be, should be, should be on here, long drives. Like there's other things that are not even on here. Like so many things that help me just feel that calmness and that centeredness and that peace. So I loved the word grounded and I loved having this list on my wall so that when I was not feeling grounded, which was the rest of the year, I could pull myself back. And that was my intention was to stay in that place. So this year, my word is nurture. And I like this word because 
I was struggling with choosing one and I was going between like, okay, I like spiritual. Okay. I like disciplined, which were like two very different words. And I felt like nurture kind of encompassed everything that I wanted. Um, so for me, that word feels like nurturing myself and nurturing my relationships with my husband, my kids, my extended family and my friends, my team, um, my relationship with God, my relationship with my home. Like it just encompasses all of the relationships and things that I'm a steward over. Um, and what does that word look like? For me, it's present quality time with my people. It's making time for my self-care and for my routines. It's having mornings with Heavenly Father. It's um, completing my workouts and eating three meals a day and making regular meals for my family and carving out time for my kids, one-on-one time, like for each of them individually. And it's energy work and chakra work and prayer and meditation and scripture study and intentional time with myself and with others and sharing abundance with others. So I love that word because I feel like it encompasses everything that I want for the year. So what I want you to do is I want you to pick a word and then I want you to write out all of the ways you can make that word. What does that word look like to you? So when I was grounded, that looked like mountain mountain adventures and um, going to the temple and sitting in the sun and snuggling my husband. All these things I wrote out. So for you, what's your word and what does that look like? So that when you are not feeling that way or when things are chaotic or when you have sick kids or when things are busy or you're going on a bunch of trips and you remember, okay, my intention for this year is to feel this way, you can look at your list pinned on your wall that you're going to see every day and you're going to pick a thing that helps you feel that word and helps you really live out your intention of feeling that way. So I'm so excited for you. Also, if you're interested in joining my group coaching, please reach out ASAP. We're closing the doors on that in just a couple of weeks from now. And other than that, like we're just going to have a really awesome year. I can't wait for all the episodes coming up. Short and sweet, to the point. We're going to take action this year and we're going to make our dreams a reality. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag KylieMentorsMoms.